Hey, good evening, everybody. Uh, I'm really terrible at this thing. Hey, I can't tell if I'm erasing old episodes or recording over. I don't know. The whole thing is very confusing. Honestly, I heard Gary Vaynerchuk mention it a few years back when I was kind of into that whole thing. He was talking about just, you know, recording and publishing and it's easy, but, and it is, Anchor makes it super easy, but it's, uh, I have a whole new respect for the people who apply production value to their stuff, because it is a big learning curve, it's a monumental effort, it's not easy, and like, I don't know, this is the whole process, I have a whole new respect for them, so. Anyway, uh, don't really know what I was going to talk about tonight, so, but one thing I did realize is a little over a hundred days ago, I quit drinking, you know, and, uh, it's not my first bout with recovery, so I kind of had a framework in place already. It, this applies to any type of habit you're trying to break, like, not doing something and counting the days of not doing it is it grinds on the mind so one thing that seems to work for a lot of people and definitely worked for me was that not only was I going to do all the proper steps and tools you know that I've learned from recovery but I was also going to have something that I was going to do every single day so I decided to go to the gym every single day. Now, this isn't some big shift for me. Like, I'm, I love the gym. Like, I didn't, you know, this commitment had nothing, like, no motivation needed to be sought. Like, it was there. You know, I usually don't go every single day, but it was not an off-putting, uh, you know, strategy. So, I've went, uh, you know, every single day, almost, you know, up to the holidays, it had been every single day for over 100 days, so, I don't know, it's pretty cool, so, I'm, uh, I'm sore is what's making me think about this, I'm trying to go for an evening walk to, uh, keep everything loose, but I got a hunch I'm gonna wake up feeling like the Tin Man tomorrow, so, the, uh, The commitment, you know, to quit something is a difficult one to stick to, you know, because time goes slow. Days don't tick off real fast, and it's way easier to get discouraged than it is to stay encouraged. So I highly recommend anybody who's, especially with the whole New Year's thing coming up, you know, if, uh, if you find yourself making resolutions that you don't keep try that anchoring strategy you know couple it to something that you want to do and just do a lot more of that and uh, work for me so <sighs> stimulus checks are getting sent out apparently a lot of them so something like 2600 bucks is set to get fired out to people 
you know I'm always curious what you know it's real easy to judge people by the decisions they make you know it's real easy to just absolutely hate like a politician that voted against something that you know the first the title of the uh, hundred or thousand page bill you know something that you want to agree with but um, you know a lot goes a lot more goes into their decisions you know than we think at least I hope it does it seems like it does on big things like when they they kind of explore it it seems like it does but I'm curious what's driving you know quote unquote conservatives to real you know to relent on this like it doesn't seem like there's a threshold for them to be decent you know and I hate to say that, like this is not conservatives by and large and it's not pointing fingers directly at anybody but in the political sphere like the people on the conservative side seem like they do not have a limit to how heartless they can appear you know like Mitch McConnell is a prime example of like he just always says no to helping people you know and his state is struggling you know Kentucky isn't thriving under his policies and they vote for this dude every single time and but like, if there are examples of him being a decent human being and voting for good things and you know showing signs of like compassion and compromise I haven't seen them like they're not you know they're not getting advertised and it doesn't seem like none of his not supporters but like none of my conservative friends really voice much support for him you know and I don't know if any of them would actually say that they think you know like whatever they agree with him on it's not that you know they don't think he's compassionate you know and that's probably like one of the things that they they like about him you know seems like from the conservative standpoint that that heart make make the hard decisions strong leader kind of uh you know optics play really well you know that's what they're looking for like that no bullshit leader who can make the hard choices you know they can send the kids off to war they can you know they can decide who to sacrifice you know I have a, a lot of compassion for military leaders you know what a paradox that they're in you know I mean because let's just face it a lot of the battles that we fight overseas are just to keep an active military keep an active need for funding and you know to stabilize the global economy you know it's as absolutely kind as I can put it you know but you know the military <laughs> you know, there's there's obvious, you know, ethical compromises that have to be made to do some of the things that are necessary 
given the policies that we deploy. But, you know, just imagine being a general where, like, you have to pick the names of the people that are going to die. Or, you know, or that have that you're going to send off at least to risk it. And to do so, knowing that you're doing it not for anything that can resemble altruism. Like, you know you're over there on compromised pretense. So, you know, my intent was not for this to get all serious like this, but uh, it's kind of an interesting topic if you think about it. You know, like... Leadership is hard. You know, it's even at like, even in like corporate settings and businesses and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's real easy to hate a certain decision a leader makes when oftentimes, like, if they just take a little, like, if there is an opportunity for them to break down the big picture to you, it makes a lot of sense. You know, you don't got to like it, but. At least it can make sense. I'm not sure how much that fizzles all the way to the top. But, uh, you know, I do know that being responsible, like, is hard. Like, you know, people have a hard enough time being responsible for themselves. But to be responsible for, like, a team of five, you know, to be responsible for, like, 10 teams of a hundred could be responsible for an entire corporation of thousands, you know, just all of it. Like, that's one thing, like, it's real easy to bag on the president. You think about that, like, what kind of bullshit job is that? You know, why in any type of reality should the final say just like pyramid up to like one person like that you know like I get like there's always kind of kind of be this final word but that's why I prefer corporations over governments because corporations go by the set of rules that they all commit to you know presidents you know they the constitution is just turn it into the Bible where it can just mean whatever you want it to mean whenever you want it to mean it. You know, the people who invoke their rights from the Constitution, you know, 99% of the time they've never even read the thing. Seriously. Like, it's sickening. <laughs> and, but I mean, I get it. It's not super important to the day to day life. But anyway. The, the office of the presidency when it was created, and this applies to any country, like, once you get, like, when it was created, there was only so many people. So, it had this kind of business structure format to it, and there, it made sense to have one person be the final say in several things, but I don't know how much that holds true today. You know, principles can kind of self-perpetuate now. As long as everybody agrees on them and what they mean, you know, so interpret being open to interpretation is not ideal, but 
I also think the American government should incorporate. I think it's inevitable, actually, but the, uh, like, America's very unique just with the subsets of government that we have, you know? Like, at the city level, state level, national level, like, there's this, like, three-layer cake thing going on, and, uh, <laughs> one of them just kind of works on a shakedown basis. Like, I think that a thriving country would make a great corporation. And instead of paying taxes, you invest in your nation. Which, you know, a few creative math tricks away, I guess. That's exactly what taxes do, but you're too distant from it. Like, you know, <laughs> when I pay my taxes, like, I block the whole thing out and just hope I get some money back at the end of the year. Like, it would be such a different experience if we, you know, you're like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of this, but I'd like my money to go here. I'd like my money to go there, you know? I don't, I get that most of the money goes to paying off, you know, debt, and a giant, giant chunk of it goes to keep an active military, you know, I, uh, not a huge fan of the military in a lot of its interpretations, you know, I, I don't think they have the accountability that they should and the accountability they do have I think is just kind of there's an opportunity being missed in the accountability department you know I'm phrasing it poorly but the uh, if they were more transparent and more kind of reactive to social good I think that people you know it would look at it like an investment, a worthwhile investment. Everybody wants to be safe, you know, but I don't really care too much about, you know, I wouldn't have cared too much about the expansion of communism. I don't really give a shit about the scuffle in the Middle East. You know, it's blatantly obvious that it's a, mostly an oil game. Not that there isn't a humanitarian crisis over there, like, I mean, in, like, but that's dispersed super, like, it's dispersed super wide, and it doesn't look like the things that we're doing, I don't, I don't see the, I don't see the dividends being paid on us having American kids come back traumatized and missing limbs and, you know, and getting killed. You know, the death rate for the war is, like, astonishingly low, you know? Like, it's insane to kind of call that thing a war. I mean, just in a historical context, you know, just the protracted timeline and the relatively low death rate. But that, and none of that forgives that people are coming back worse off. Like, there's no prestige... 
outside of just the occasional thank you for your service bullshit. Like, I'm sure they really appreciate that in the, you know, the free froyo, but at the same time, you would think that uh, people would have a lot easier time supporting the cause if, if it wasn't having those results. You know, it doesn't seem like the solution's being gained and the cost is just too high. So anyway, but back to the incorporating of America concept. I think that's a good idea. You know, make every citizen a shareholder at birth. You know, there's a bottom line that people can't sink under. And that's like, no matter what, no matter how little they contribute, there's just this bottom that people can't fall beneath. But keeping the concept of limitless returns that makes uh, capitalism the ideal ism and the uh, sorry I'm trying to cross the road here I'm losing my train of thought but that's why I think America can incorporate and all the citizens should be shareholders alright everybody have a good night